Uh, Ken Green asks, what's a more appropriate symbol of love? A naked baby with a bow and arrow or a human heart outside of a body? Pick a side, stupid. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid, a comedy debate show that covers the important issues. Now, here's your host, Sean Carter. Um, all right, so this week we are talking about love, and I have a couple of guests with me. I have Bill McMorrow. Love, you've already heard me. Thank you for listening to that. And I've, heard, uh, I've already heard Sarah Moore. I am oh, here that, too. That sounded <laughs> That's like, pretty pushy. Let's go with that <laughs> You're one. You're like, yeah, we already heard her. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Good start to the love podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Heard enough out of my Ooh, this wife. This one. She hasn't said a word yet, but you guys know. We know what she's going to say. Whatever. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah, this week we're talking about love. So, you're a married man, Bill. I am. Yeah. And I can prove it if anybody is, if anybody out there doubts me. She's got a name. I'll provide it. What's her upon, name? Upon demand. <laughs> her name is Nicole. You guys met her. You know it's true. I read your. Remember, she's um, from Niagara Falls. <laughs> I read your um, your blog. Oh, this Connie week. Biggs. Yes, my yeah. blog. I haven't written in that in so long. Sometimes I share them. I enjoyed. I enjoyed the one about the Sasquatch Festival. Yeah, that was that was a fun time. I think that's like the last thing that I wrote because I got back and just wrote for like. This is really two entertaining. Weeks. Thank you. Sean, how come you never said that to me? I don't know why I've never plugged your blog on this show Did you before, know that Bill had a blog? Yeah. I love the blog. But Bill McMahon.com you know, is a thing? You know why I don't it's know? It's not really. Because no, Bill hasn't written, written anything on so it in like three, three years. years or something. I think the last thing I put up there was like a, oh, the Nazi football league from uh, <laughs> from Furnace. Yeah. The Tom Brady. But it's not like I can like gate. every week check in and find a new thing I have, that you've written, I, Bill. I keep meaning to. Or else I would, you know? I enjoyed it because for me, I was like, oh, something new that I Something new. She doesn't know. Yeah, it's new to me. When you read it, do you read it in Bill's voice? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a lot of... (laughs) I like that you do an impression of your own voice, (laughs) Bill. (laughs) I hear myself. I mean, it doesn't sound exactly right in my head, but... Remember that thing uh, from the Museum of Science? They had the phone that... Yeah. I mean, before, like, voicemails or anything. So, like, you could hear what your voice sounded like, and it was... Awful. Very it was awful, awful but it was like, it was, voice, it was, yeah. sh- the technology seemed shocking when I was a little kid. <laughs> and it's literally just a voicemail, you know? But you're like, whoa, that's not what I sound like. Yeah. I think the first time I ever heard my own voice was actually on the news. Why were you on the news? Let's hear about it. I got interviewed by some, I don't know, some local news. What for? Uh, the one that, what was the... Space shuttle. There was some space shuttle that was supposed to go up, and Challenger? one of the <laughs> we were some like space shuttle was that, supposed to go we up. Say supposed to, not did. No, it was not the Challenger. <laughs> it was either the Challenger or the. Uh... It was one that did not go up because was there it was a gas leak. Oh, yeah. Oh, because there was the faulty O-ring. I remember that. Could be. I don't know. the one that that was another. That was second one. That Apollo, blew up. maybe. No. Part of the Apollo project? Wasn't Apollo, Apollo... Guys, come on. Apollo Anyways, 13. one of the astronauts that was on it was from my hometown. From Rockland? Yeah. Oh. Uh, his name's Brian Duffy. And... Free plug. <laughs> yeah, if anybody's looking for an astronaut, <laughs> hit up Brian Duffy from NASA Rockland. approved. 
Um, but yeah, he was supposed to be. He was he was on it, and then it didn't go up, and whatever. And then the did he get to go on another one? <laughs> they yeah. came to ask you what you thought about. Yeah, they came to ask so a, like a fifth grader, <laughs> and I was just like, you know, I I was in fifth grade. I didn't have strong opinions about space space shuttles. <laughs> so was, I was just like, I just said what I thought people were supposed to say, say, and I was just like, it was really scary. <laughs> Which it wasn't, because like the only time I heard about the story was after it was already known that nothing bad happened. How old were you? I was in like fifth grade. Oh, all right, so you can still be scared of stuff in fifth grade. Aww. Yeah, but I, I when you get a little older and you're like, it was really scary. Then for the rest of your school years, it's oh, gonna yeah. be like, ooh, you're scared of you. I would have been bullied scared so bad. Did you guys see the moon tonight? Thank you. Crazy. Thank you. We were driving. <laughs> Sean picked me up crazy. at the train, and I was like, "Oh my god, look at the moon!" And Sean looked at it and went, "Uh." <laughs> you gotta get your eyes checked. Girl, and then he was like, "I'm trying not to run over that guy, Sarah." Was there was like, a person at the crosswalk. <laughs> yeah, like staring at the moon. I'm driving. <laughs> he was staring. <laughs> he at the was. Moon. Dude, that was it's... the problem. What was it's... that moon called? It's called like a snow moon. It's like the psycho moon. I was like... trying to drive. I can't just stare at the moon. All right, I was the channel. So anyways, the whole point of my story was that I I was interviewed for the news, and that's the first time I ever heard my own voice was because I saw it on the news. You was never had fr- home videos from when you were little? I did, but I didn't have them by that time, by that mm-hmm. age. Was that the first time you ever saw what your face looked like? <laughs> <laughs> it was the first was time I ever saw myself on camera. Whoa! Or the invention of mirrors. <laughs> I had seen myself in a mirror, but, you know, the camera adds 10 pounds. And everything's and backwards. I, I was a fat yeah. little fifth grader. You know that, like, when you see yourself on, like, a screen or in a photograph, it's disconcerting because you're used to seeing yourself in the mirror. Yeah. Mirrors are more forgiving than photographs. I don't think they're more forgiving. I think you're just more used to it. So then when you see your features, like the way other people see them, you're like, ooh. Yeah. I don't know, but photographs (laughs) are harsh. When you see your face like everybody else sees it, you're like, ugh. (laughs) I am not used to this. (laughs) Whenever I see a photograph, I feel attacked. Me too. Yeah. (laughs) Who printed this out? That's why Uh, I prefer to stay in cartoon form. It was uh, the Challenger in 86 and then Space Shuttle Columbia in 2003. Oh, Columbia, that's right. No, Columbia wasn't the one no, that we were talking about. No, Columbia's the one that blew up. Oh, it did. Really? So he got, yeah, he yeah. got, uh, so they postponed it? Did he still get to go? Because that would suck. Because, like, they cancel that shit, and, I mean, you, like, it's, phase it's, out it's of the scheduled, it's scheduled yeah. years in advance. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, guys, I've seen Apollo 13 a couple times, so I feel very versed in NASA safety regulations, and I'm pretty sure that, you don't just get to go on the next space shuttle if they can't. All right. Can we get Brian Duffy on the phone, please? I went to space camp twice, and I feel like that makes me an expert on the space program. Um, so so right. we've talked about the space shuttle. Yeah, which maybe is a we big should do space this topic. week instead of love. No, don't do space when I'm not here. Okay, well, we won't. We already can't do Lord of the Rings when listen, you're not here. Listen, you did Game of Thrones when I was across the country, and I get that we're not married, but still. <laughs> But still, <laughs> let's get into some love questions. Okay. All right, to a to a certain extent, but come on, let's keep it civil. Yeah, let's I'm keep not it clean. Like the physical Jesus. act of love. No, or Jesus, the... Louise, <laughs> emotional, <laughs> the romantic part of love. Oh, that's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, romance is sexy. Um, okay, so Bill, I have a couple questions about your relationship because you're married. You're a married man. All right. We're talking about love. I mean, I'm, I love love. 
How did you and your wife meet? Well, we met at uh, a birthday party uh, for a friend of mine. A th- I think it was her 30th. We just had our 17 years together. 17 years together and then 12 years married at the beginning. February 10th was 12 years married. <clears throat> February 9th was 17 years together, in case anybody wants to write these down. So you've so been next together year, for five years before you got married? Yeah, five years in a day, right? Romantic, guys? Mm-hmm. Crazy romantic? It is. Right? You got married five years and a day after you met. Well, we had uh, five years and a day after we started dating. I had met her before like a couple times, but okay. not just like briefly. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I'd, I'd known her, but not biblically. <laughs> biblically. It's very romantic. Sometimes I wish I could say words right the first time I say them. <laughs> biblically. Is there something that made you guys hit it off like really well? Yeah, I'm funny as fuck, and she loves that. <laughs> Ladies like to laugh, guys. Uh, yeah, we just we just uh, hit it off. Uh, she's very cool. You've met her. She's yeah. very fun. Yeah, she's she's a good good. I don't know. What Do you I was think she's say. funnier than you? No, but I think I've definitely made I, I definitely I've definitely made her funnier over the years. I've trained her well. Most she is funny though. She's she very is funny. funny. Yeah. Uh, I think Sarah's funnier than me, so. Probably. Yeah, I'd say. Um, okay, so what what did you guys do for your wedding? Did you have a big wedding or what? Yeah, we, well, we got married in Carousel. Oh, you had a destination is, yeah, wedding. Yeah, it was fun. That's by Bonaire. Yep. It's like Aruba, Aruba, Aruba Bonaire. Bonaire the ABC Islands. Yeah. Aruba Bonaire Carousel. But yeah, so, so we got you, married so you, there. So you went, uh, your your wedding was like your honeymoon too, right? Because you're already yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that was going to be my next question was where you went. So what did you do for your first date? We went to a movie. We went and saw Black Hawk Down. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, good first I'm very, date movie. Because I'm very bad yeah. <laughs> at knowing what women like to watch in a movie. But she agreed to I was it, like, hey, so. why don't we go see these, uh, this fucking Somalia warlord thing <laughs> yeah. that they got out in the pictures. Right. I don't know. That was either up for we, we went to the Naked Fish for dinner in, uh, hang on. I don't Just think trying to put the nakedness in her head right early yeah. on like, in the day. Hey, that fish ain't got no clothes on. What's <laughs> up? Uh, I don't think that's there anymore. I think it. I remember that restaurant. Yeah. Well, not the one in Hingham, but yeah, it was. Other a, ones, they had a few yeah. of them. Probably had to close down after the Board of Health violations. Yeah, that they you probably, did there. I think they, they had a, like, a bill. Some tartar sauce scandal or something. <laughs> like, like, this is a real tartar sauce. And they were like, whatever, coppers. Fucking come get it. So, oh, you came to our wedding. You came to... Well, I came to the Sarah's reception. Wedding. I wasn't yeah. invited to the actual wedding. Whatever, guys. We didn't invite anybody to the wedding. Yeah, that was only our parents. our parents. Yeah. We didn't even invite our And then one of, one of Sarah's friends well, that just dropped Smalley? in. Did Smalley marry you? Who Will Smalley did the Will ceremony. Smalley. Yeah, right. So he was invited. He was our at, minister. At Castle Island? Yeah. yeah. Did you get it in before the next plane took off? or We did. Act. I think that they were flying a different route because of the construction at Logan. Because so. of the wedding? Yeah. We had them. They were like, guys, we got a wedding over Castle yeah. Island. Can we divert the planes? That was All the right. only thing we spent money on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lobbying <laughs> Logan Airport to fucking divert planes. It's pretty cheap except for the 200 grand that we dropped on. <laughs> that costs a lot more than you'd think it you would. You know, we just <laughs> actually had to rent out the whole plane. What did you do for Valentine's Day? Do you guys celebrate Valentine's nope. Day? No. Nope. No. Nope. Hell yeah. Um, I, well, our wedding anniversary is February 10th. Oh, that's right. We so talked about like, that. I told her uh, when we got married, I said, listen, 
Nicole, if it please the court, <laughs> I will never give you flowers for Valentine's Day. And she said, oh, that sounds cool. Do you get That's her flowers a- for your anniversary? Get off my back, Sarah. <laughs> Why is this all about me? What about you guys' love? How did you guys meet? We met on Bumble. Yeah, it's a dating app. Not Tinder, as Sean jo- says on Is this on one stage. of those Bumble jokes I never understand? What is Bumble? No, it's Bumble's a dating, a dating app. Because right, I hear people t- tell jokes about Bumble, and I think that it's a Bumblebee service where you bring <laughs> bumblebees they to come to your house a, and make honey. It is a bee-themed dating app. But um, it's an app where the woman makes the first move. Instead of unsolicited dick pics, you send a message, and then in response, they're all solicited. <laughs> all of these dick pics have been solicited. Yeah. Mm. I'd like to return. But Sean didn't do that, and now we're married. Oh, that's that's so romantic. If you're having a little trouble dating, uh, here's a tip for you. Try not sending a dick pic. New technique. Yeah, Yeah, and then uh, maybe you'll end up getting married to a wonderful woman. Thanks for saying that. That's just another sexy secret from Pick a Side Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we, oh, so we went on our first date i got the suggestion for the restaurant from another girl that i had met on that dating app yeah you did <laughs> what restaurant you gonna babo yeah i have no idea what Which, that is it's a babu is it b-a-b-u no it's not like the bear from the lion king not the it's lion just like a pizza Jungle place Book. it's not like ju- it's like how it's like oh, bertucci's it's like bertucci's <laughs> no but it's like an emerald agassi Restaurant or something. It's oh, like so the way to keep saying, okay. Pow, bam! I will yes. say, it's right a, in the kisser. Mm-hmm. It's a pizza place in, that you can sit down at, but it's not as good as Bertucci's Pizza. I would agree with that. I like Bertucci's Pizza better, but this place is fancier. Why didn't you guys go to Bertucci's? Because Sean was being fancy, and I lived in Southie, and there's no Bertucci's near Southie. Look, if the girl that I was talking to on that dating app that, that wasn't Sarah had said Bertucci's, <laughs> I would have taken Sarah to Bertucci's. Okay, I might not have said yes to that. Well, I'm Did glad she, that this girl had better taste than that then. Were you like, hi, I'm taking this other girl to a pizza place. What would you suggest? Or? No, she was like, what are you up to tonight? And I was like, I have a date. And Which she's like, what, what are you? Which rookie you were at internet dating. Yeah, she's like, that. what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. Do you have any suggestions? <laughs> and then she told me of this restaurant. And she was like, yeah, it's like not like too fancy. It's kind of like sort of casual enough. That, but you can sit down and it's like nice. And I was like, okay, thanks. And then Bye. she, yeah, I was like, okay, thanks. And she goes, okay, I hope it doesn't work out. And then I went out, and everything worked out great. So have you ever sorry in touch to with her just to let her know? Yeah, it's like, sorry, go back, everything worked out. Go back on Bumble just you to be reactivate like, your account again. I made him reactivate his account before we got married, so we could reread our first like conversation yeah. with each other. But it, he was like, I feel very weird reactivating <laughs> this dating app while you're watching me. <laughs> Like opening up like my previous messages. You're like, hey, everything worked out. By the way, Bertucci's is better than that place. I'm surprised you didn't know that. Maybe that's why you're still on Bumble. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why you're single. Yeah. That's it, right? We covered that's everything. That's it. That's everything that has to do with love. Okay, great. I think should we I, got it. Should I FaceTime Nicole and see if she wants to say anything yeah, about see love? see if Nicole yeah. wants to say anything about love. She'll be happy to be on the podcast again. You know, she got cut out of the last one because we didn't know that you were calling. Or that she was calling. Hello. Hi, Nicole. Hi. We're recording a podcast. You're on with Sarah and Sean. Hi. We're talking Sarah about Sean. love. Would you like to tell everybody uh, how much you love me? Oh, boy. I really put the pressure on. Huh? <laughs> right? It's hard. Feeling really on the spot here, guys. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the help, hon. 
love you immensely, my dear. Aww. All right, you don't have to fucking lie just to sell a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. Wasn't that nice? It was nice. All right, that's nice, it. Right? That was right. it. Okay. All right, love ya. Love, love ya. Love you too. Peace out. Bye. Ah, uh, isn't nice. that nice? That was lovely. That's a nice she's, way to end the she's podcast. She's great, yeah. She's all right. I like her. <laughs> I'm a fan. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Comedy Studio. And now, direct your attention to the stage and welcome your host for tonight's program, Sean Carter! Hey, how about that music to start it, huh? Is Eli's idea, and I love it. And that's what the show is all about tonight. It's all about love. So I figured uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. Let's talk about it, right? Yeah? Any, anybody in the audience in love right now? Yeah? Couple people? Good. Feeling it. Nice. Somebody got punched over here. I don't know. They must not have clapped loud enough. So... Uh, my name is Sean Carter. I host this show called Pick a Side, Stupid. We do, yeah, it's a live comedy debate show. Uh, tonight we're talking about love. So, the way that people decide what they're going to talk about, like what I'm going to ask them a question about, is we have categories. So, the contestants will get to decide whether they want to talk about first dates, music, sex, poet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like this audience already. Poetry, boo. (laughs) Or wild card, which would, it could be about anything having to do with relationships, love, sex, whatever. Um, So I will be up here all night basically judging people. um, (laughs) And why should I get to judge? Because I have a lot of experience in love, okay? I've been married a couple times. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I have I have an ex-wife. She's uh, well, I, look, I didn't come here to talk shit about my ex-wife. You know, <laughs> but if I had one complaint, <laughs> it's probably that she was a little bit controlling. You know, like she's mad at me now because I just changed my name back. But now, like I said, I got I got remarried. Um, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I didn't hear what was said, but it got a laugh. So nice job, whoever that was. Uh, I got remarried. You know, a lot of people shit on Tinder, but I met my wife on Tinder. Yeah. In fact, I met a lot of people's wives on Tinder. (laughs) All right, there's some more stand-up there, but I've cut it out. Um, If you want to hear it, you can check out my album, Sean Carter, 100 Problems. But right now, there's a debate that was between me and Sarah. May Keith asked the question, but her mic was off for some reason, so you can't hear it. So the question was, if you were out on a first date with somebody, and everything was going great, and then you found out they were a stand-up comedian, would you stick around, or would you get out of there? And I had to go first. Okay. Um, so if I'm on a first date, and I find out the person's a bad stand-up comedian, I'm out of there. Okay? I Look, I've run an open mic... <laughs> Every Monday for six years. 
okay? I've heard enough bad comedy. <laughs> I don't need to go do my show for two hours on Monday night and then have the other 22 hours of my day also filled by somebody being like, do you think this is funny? That would be so terrible to end up with a bad stand-up comedian in your life. <laughs> no, but <laughs> you, you have to be supportive. Like, you have to be supportive. Um, you know, they, they could get better. They could, like, it's something that you practice. So just because they're bad at the beginning doesn't mean that, like, they could grow into their craft. And... <laughs> They could learn and maybe stop telling the calligraphy joke all the time. But, you know, you, like, <laughs> you can help them, so it can be rewarding for both of you. Um, so I think you have to be supportive and stick around and just see what happens. Okay, first of all, the calligraphy joke is very funny. Here's how it goes, okay? I was taking a calligraphy class at community college. I got an F, but I was able to change it into an A. It's not, I don't, I feel like they're not persuaded by that. Okay, well, I guess here. So, I mean, beyond just like the fact that it feels good to support other people, if you play your cards right, you could find yourself a 38-year-old software professional on stage on a Sunday night with your husband. <laughs> or like on a Wednesday night in a basement. <laughs> with a lot of drunk. I mean, there's just so many possibilities. You just have to stick it out. It's, it could be a, a wonderful ride. <laughs> May, what do you think? <laughs> Give it up one time for Sarah Morgan and May Keith. Okay, so that was just a little example of how the show runs. Uh, I had assistance from May Keith and Sarah Morgan. And now we're on to the real show. The first debate that you're going to hear will be between Ben Quick and Matt MacArthur. All right, next up to face Ben, everybody please welcome Matt MacArthur. Ben, would you like to go first or second? Uh, I will go second. Okay. Matt, what category would you like? Uh, hmm, let's just sex, fine. <laughs> sex. Your question is, your new partner just told you that they have a common STD right before you do it for the first time. Do you keep going or do you make up an excuse and get out of there? Uh, common? Okay. Yeah, just keep going. Fuck it. You know what I mean? It's like not that rare. We've all got it anyway. You know what I mean? The odds are. Plus, if it's that common, it's probably the one I already have anyway. You know what I mean? We'll just get that out of the way. I'll be like, all right, we're going to write down what we have on a piece of paper and both like look at it together like, ah, it's the same. Or if it's different, maybe. Maybe if it's wildly different then we have to be like, okay, if we combine these two and then we break up, we're never going to find this combination again and will be undateable. But I say just go for it. Come on, it's fun. Dude, have you seen the medical costs in this country for health insurance? I don't have that kind of copay money to deal with that shit. 
I'm not going to try to have to go to the doctors and buy a cream that my insurance says I don't cover because technically you should have just been responsible in the first place. I, my, and also, uh, I'm going to get the hell out of there because uh, clearly that somebody didn't wait till marriage. <laughs> not my kind of person, all right? I'm looking for a woman who's a, whose only relationship is with Jesus. That's what I want. <laughs> and if she's got an STD, as are she cheated on Christ. So... Just not okay with that, and I'm getting the hell out of there. Also, uh, I'm a giant coward, and I would be very afraid of any sexual encounter, so there's that. All right. <laughs> Who says you have to treat a common STD? <laughs> you know? You know? As a guy, I might just be like, hey, it's my time of the month. It's not a period. It's called a breakout. And that's okay. It'll clear up in a little while, and you can still get it even when I'm not having one. But it's, you know what I mean? You roll the dice. Once in a while, there's nothing wrong with that. And plus, you know, the whole, like, God debate, nothing makes sense when you read the Bible. Like, Jesus, or Mary, had a baby, but she didn't have sex, right? There's only one way that happens, right? You know what I mean? But the, so the Bible's full of shit, pretty much. Mary, Mary banged someone, Time. and this person... You want to know what else Mary didn't have? She didn't have any STDs, all right? Because she was a good... By the way, if anyone wants to fuck Matt... Uh, Apparently, uh, you can have a really good, fun rest of your life dealing with the fallout. So, uh, I, hey, all I'm saying is if you don't fuck, you don't have to stress about anything in the rela- as it relates to, uh, you know, creams. I don't know how to deal with creams. I have psoriasis. I don't buy the cream for that. I just accept that my elbows Time. are Time. All right, a lot of good points there. I think I have to hand the win to Matt MacArthur. And our, this is our last round of the gauntlet round, and then whoever wins this will come back for the bracket. Uh, so everybody, please welcome Izzy DeRosa. <laughs> All right, Matt, would you like to go first or second? Um, I'll go first this time. Okay. Uh, and what category would you like? Uh, wild card. Almost said poetry, but no. <laughs> I feel like poetry is not going to be taken until there's nothing else <laughs> left. <laughs> All right, your question is from Tyler Derniak. He asks, what's more important in a successful relationship, enjoying the same things or hating the same things? Um, I am definitely not going to be the person whose like, opinion should matter on successful relationships. Um, so let's see. I'm going to say that you have to hate the same things because... I think there's a deeper communication when there's mutual hatred for something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, don't you like to complain? Like, that's what, and that's, that matters. The two you need to gel on the shit that you hate. If we both like things, like, that's fine. It's all, like, flowers and fluffy happiness. But if we hate the same things, I feel like a lot more passion comes out of that. You know what I mean? And the sex after is going to be great because we're both going to be like, right? Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> High five at the end. We're all sweaty and like angry, and I'm like, "That was good," but like, yeah, fuck them, right? <laughs> it's a much more enriching experience. Uh, I'm gonna go with. We have to like the same things. It's one thing to hate the same things, and that, but I think that breeds a lot of negativity in a relationship. And I think passion isn't always a good thing. Sometimes when men are too passionate, they come a little too fast. <laughs> so. I think that if we enjoy the same things, there's longevity in that, right? We're going to have a lot of fun. We're both going to go, you know, 
the same activities and things like that. And then we're going to have so much fun and spend the whole day. And then we'll have good, longer-lasting sex. <laughs> so I'm going to say we like the same things. That is a good point. That's a good point. But I feel like I would last longer if I had something that was killing my boner the whole time. Like, fucking, you know what I mean? The whole time, I'm just like, fucking Trump. Let's get through it. Let's get through it. That's easier for me. But if I'm really happy about something, like, well, that's, that's when you come too quick. You know what I mean? Like, I could have a good dream, and that's all it takes. Like, one, one good dream. I've never woken up from a nightmare and been like, oh, shit. Oh, I got to go get cleaned up again. Time. But I think if you're thinking about Trump while we're having sex, I'm gonna be really upset. And I'm gonna probably see it on your face. I think you can also enjoy something and not think about it and make it, and not, like it won't, doesn't have to make you come fast. Like m my mom, we all love our moms. Are you gonna come quick because you're thinking about your mom? I hope not. And plus, plus, I think if we like the same things, we're not going to be insufferable to each other, right? We're going to have a lot of fun. Time. All right, I got to hand the win here to Izzy DeRosa. <laughs> Next up, everybody please welcome Bill McMorrow and Sean Clark. Hey, Bill. Do you want to go first or second? I guess. Uh, okay. Sean, what category would you like? Okay. Sex. Your question is from Tyler Derniak. He asks, your partner has a weird fetish that they want to try with you. Do you put your partner's needs first and give their fetish a shot? or make up a weirder fetish <laughs> so they regret talking about fetishes. Well, I want to make the relationship work, so let's talk about their fetish first. You know, that's why I feel like right there. Because one of the weird questions, like, have you ever been on OkCupid and had those weirdly awkward questions about sex that you either don't have an opinion on or like you shouldn't have an opinion on? Because one of the questions I had was, if somebody cloned you, would you have sex with your clone? And I'm like, well, what scientific grant is funding this research? But uh, mainly I would say no, because I think I could do better. So I don't think I could do better than a clone of me? Is that what I'm... What am I... What is my point of view? Tell me what I want to say. Do you... I mock their fetish. Is that what I want to do? I make up a different fetish. You make up, yeah. Make up a weirder hit me with fetish. the potato peeler. Come on, get in the garage. We only have limited time before the cops get here. I like to call the cops at some point during the night, and then they show up, and they always bring an ambulance because they got to do that. Doodle bylaws or something. I don't understand how the government works. Just get the potato peeler. Get in here. Did we pay the babysitter? Oh, get the babysitter in here with the potato peeler. Cops are here. We can't bring the babysitter in here with the potato peeler. Oh, wait. Those aren't cops. All right. Get her in here. It's shameful. 
So, I mean, am I pro-tato peeler or <laughs> negative tato peeler right there? Because I can barely understand his horrible accent at all during that whole situation. <laughs> I mean, he sounded really angry and really upset, so I just think that... Uh, you know, at least I was able to stay on stage the entire time during my time. Like, I mean, at least you could fit in that nice pick a side Time. <laughs> wow. What happened there? I thought we were all having fun, and then he, he senses that he's losing, and all of a sudden he's calling me fat. He's saying I talk like an idiot. You guys understand what I'm saying, right? The... The fucking potato pill. <laughs> Get in here with the potato pill. We're gonna make some fries in the garage. You know what I'm saying? Okay, can I get this from you now? Sean, you want to right? All right, I gotta hand the win here to Bill McMorrow. Thank you, John. Thanks, Bill. All right. Next up, everybody, please welcome May Keith and Laura Clark. All right, May, would you like to go first or second? I'll second. Second. Okay, Laura, what category would you like? Uh, uh, let's do music. Music, okay. Your question is You are so Who's beautiful to me. The height of flattery, or a little bit insulting. Who, who's who's it from? Who's oh, the question from? Um, that's written by me. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, obviously that's a real underhanded compliment. That in, yes, a, more than a little bit insulting because you could have just stopped talking, <laughs> like you could have just like you had to keep going because like you're so beautiful it. It's understood. The to me is understood. You're the one saying it. But then at the end of your sentence, you were like, mmm, but you're probably not used to hearing that. So <laughs> let me clarify. Uh, I find it very insulting. Thank you. Look, beauty is always in the eye of the beholder, right? There's no such thing as objective beauty. I mean, there is, but we say there isn't. <laughs> so it's actually less insulting to clarify to me, my interpretation of this universe, you are the most beautiful thing, uh, even though you're not, right? Because we all have flaws. We're aging. We have pores. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff going on that really is just not very objectively beautiful. Um, don't lie to me. Don't just say, oh, you're so beautiful. Please clarify that this is a subjective interpretation, and uh, it's because you're horny. Um, and that's fine. I'm okay with that. You know, I want a partner who's going to be honest to me. All right? Not just try to build me up so that I'll buy products or whatever, like everyone I went to high school with all of a sudden. Um, uh, you are so beautiful to everyone is going a little out of bounds. But, like, I don't know, like, May, I don't know. I was just thinking, like, I don't notice your large pores or, you know, your split ends or uh, your bad sweater. Um, to me, those things I don't even notice. To me, 
I think they're really good. I, I don't know. I think what I said was insulting. Uh, uh, no, yeah, that, that was insulting. Um, but it, it still would have been insulting if you just said, you have a bad sweater. Uh, so, like, that's the insult part, um, which this is Valentine's Day themed. Thank you very much. It's the only pink thing I own. Um, I kind of lost the thread of what we were talking about. I like your sweater. I like your sweater. I do. It's, you're very on brand for uh, Sean Rosa, actually. So, um, yeah, beauty is Time. All right, that's a good point. Um, I think this is so close. I'm just going to hand it to the person that didn't insult the other one. <laughs> uh, so everybody, please give it up for May Keith. <laughs> she said she liked her sweater. It was nice. <laughs> All right, next up, everybody, please welcome Zach Jones and Jeremiah Broderick. Zach, do you want to go first or second? I will go second. Okay, and Jeremiah, what category would you like? I will go with first dates. First date, okay. Uh, your question is from Ken Green. He asks, is there such a thing as love at first sight, or is poor lighting the real culprit? You guys may not know this, because you're just seeing me in the light. But I shine in the dark. <laughs> that is where I am at my best. Listen, just the outline of me, great. As soon as you see detail, it gets bad real quick. You're seeing me in direct light right now. This is the worst moment. Yeah, I'm only lovable in the dark. That's, that sounded less sad in my head, but I'm throwing it out there. It's okay, Jeremiah. You can still find love at first sight because there are also other people out there who are equally as bad when you look at the details as you are, and you just need to find somebody who matches grossness with grossness. We're all hideous monsters. It is an absolute mistake if any of us find love, but you know what? It happens. Sometimes you're just like, wow, I'm gross, and their grossness matches my grossness, and I see it immediately. And then that's how you know that's love at first sight. We're all grading on a curve here, my friend. None of us are that great. You just got to find an equally gross person. Guys, remember when you thought I was sad? Yeah? I'm doing pretty good now. No. No, see, I'm, ha I'm, I'm the happy one. I'm trying to marry up. I'm looking for activities where I'm standing in a dark room and you're standing in a light room forever. That's my plan. <laughs> just, I'm going to pay half the electricity bill for the rest of our lives. I'm just going to stand in the dark like a bad guy in a James Bond movie. That's okay. Time. <laughs> Jeremiah felt bad about himself, and now he feels good about himself because of what I said, and I'd like you all to take a note of that, and for a very low price, you can attend my seminar, Dating While Disgusting, as well as getting the book on tape, the follow-up, so you're still disgusting, and you get uh, free entry into any of my seminars that happen on the East Coast. I mostly just work like Pensacola, so it might be a, a ride, uh, but uh, yes, please sign Time. up. Time. All right. 
Good stuff, guys. I got to hand the win here to Zach Jones. We're on to round two. Uh, but before that, I want to read off some questions that didn't make it onto the show tonight. Because uh, I thought that they couldn't make it. Uh, the argument might not happen. Okay. Emily Mame Ford asks, would you rather fuck, marry, kill? That's it. That's the whole... <laughs> Uh, Bill McMorrow asks, Sean, who gives love a bad name? Is it you? Uh, Tyler Derniak asks, would you rather propose to your fiance at a sports game or during a podcast recording like a gentleman? <laughs> Some of you might not know I propose to my wife on this show. <laughs> yeah. What's the sexier sex move? The shocker? or the rusty trombone? <laughs> My wife wrote that question. <laughs> and then she said, by the way, what's a rusty trombone? <laughs> now, on to round two. So everybody, please welcome Rick Harkness and Murray Dickinson. <laughs> All right, uh, Mairead, would you like to go first or second? Second. Okay. Rick, what category would you like? Let's go first dates. First date. Okay. Your question is from Tyler Derniak. He asks, do you try a new first date idea for every first date that you have, or do you find one that works and take every date there? Um, as I am a true feminist and a love of women, I choose to... Um, a new idea every time. Because honestly, I don't know what the fuck y'all want to do. Like, <laughs> real shit. I don't know what the fuck I want to do. Actually, I do know what I want to do. I want to go to Burger King, get a 10-piece chicken nuggets. It's $1.50. And then let me get a... No, don't laugh. And then let me get a double... Why y'all laughing so much, though? Let me get a double cheeseburger. And then we go back to my place and watch Netflix. That's a foolproof plan. But for you, I got to be open. So... I don't know what y'all want to do, but it's, I'm open and I'm a gentleman. <coughs> yeah, I'm a gentleman and I'm open. Eh. Yeah, I'm going to take that trip to Burger King every fucking time. See what happens. If they're like, oh, Burger King, I'm like, all right, gets canceled. <laughs> um, because, you know, I like to be efficient and I like to um, give everyone the same litmus test. Give everyone, I'm an equal opportunity dater. And uh, I just want to test everyone by the same parameters. And I feel like that's only fair. So seeing as how you are the lady, you have that right. But seeing as I have to be flexible all the time, so I have to have that flexible reason to be like, yeah, that shit don't work. But I have to give you the reason to be like, yo, let's go here. And then I want you to be like, have the mad face after 10 minutes, be like, yo, I don't like this. And I'm like, yeah, I thought this two days ago, but yeah, it don't work. So, yeah, I like to choose the whole... I like to set one location. And if she passes it, cool. If they don't, love is not for us. You know what I'm saying? We're in the, love, we're in the month Time. of love. Time. Oh. Okay, first of all, you don't know if I identify as a lady. Rude. <laughs> I can be whatever I want to be. Personally, I don't identify as a lady or a man. I identify as a Burger King enthusiast. <laughs> 
And my lover needs to, uh, they need to accommodate that need. So, thank you. <laughs> All right, I got to hand the win here to Marae Dickinson. All right, next up, everybody, please welcome Bill McMorrow and Dana J. Bine. <laughs> Bill? Bill? Yeah, I guess. Uh, Bill, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second, please. Okay. Dana, what category would you like? Let's do some fucking poetry. Okay. I just want to play to my weakness. Your question is from Zach Jones. <laughs> All right, he asks. They say, all is fair in love and war, but which of them should really have some rules? Wow. Rules. Well, war shouldn't have rules. It's fucking war. You're trying to kill people. I don't think there should be rules around killing people. <laughs> They're dead, right? Love should have rules, right? You gotta define boundaries with love. You need those rules to build trust. There doesn't need to be trust in war. I'm gonna fucking kill you. You don't need to trust me. You're gonna die at my hands, all right? That should eliminate trust. But love requires trust. It requires a bond. There should be rules. Right? You should have a safe word. There's no safe word in war. You can't say pickles and not get bombed. That's not how that shit works. You're still getting bombed. I'm in a jet. I didn't hear that shit. You said pickles. You're dead. No rules. It's war. I'm taking your oil and your country and your economy. But I love you. He thought that through. He took your whole economy away from you while you sat there. What do I, I, so I want rules in love. War. war. I want rules in war to stop you from doing a, this insane bullshit. There should be no rules in love, by the way. That's just how, you know. You guys ever try the upside down potato peeler? Fuck it, they put a rule in about that and then you're all fucked. I don't think, all right, listen. This is what I, all right. This, can somebody write this down? Because I'm probably not going to remember it tomorrow. This is what I think about war. Sometimes I think that maybe there's too much of it. And I think that maybe if we just thought about it a little bit, maybe pulled back on the throttle, maybe, maybe, maybe made some rules that we could all abide by. I mean, you know what? It does sound stupid. Now that I've said it out loud, world peace sounds stupid. Time. You guys are right. The biggest and most important word in love is consent. You have to have consent to have a lover. That's a rule. You don't, you don't need consent to kill somebody. Hey, we're not at war anymore? Yes, we are. You're dead. Give me your economy. That's right. There's no rules in war. And if there are, that's dumb. I'm here to kill you. And in love, if you're here to kill somebody, you're doing it wrong. You need their consent first. <laughs> Chime. There are two rules in war. Do I, wait, do I want rules in war? What do I want? There's no rules in love. Listen, today's my 12th wedding anniversary, and I left my... No, don't fucking clap. She's not here. 
I left my wife to come to a comedy show. She's sitting at home fucking catching up on a programming. You know why? Because there's no fucking rules. But in war, you try to tickle a prisoner of war. You see what happens to you. Try it. Try it. I got one out in my car. You guys? You guys want to come out into my car later? And Time. All right. A lot of good points here, but I got to hand the win to Bill McMorrow. I don't disagree. <laughs> I'm not happy about any of it. Thanks, Bill. Next up to see who's going to face Bill in the finals, everybody please welcome Ted Pettingell and May Keith. Okay, uh, Ted, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second, Sean. All right, May, what category would you like? Uh, there's no poetry and no sex. Oh, no! <laughs> How can there be love? Yeah. Uh, let's go wild card then. Okay, here we go. Uh, Ken Green asks, what's a more appropriate symbol of love? A naked baby with a bow and arrow or a human heart outside of a body? Definitely a baby with a bow and arrow. Uh, and here's why. Again, all is fair in love and war, right? And um, you do have to like hunt down your prey with a bow, not in a sexual predator way, in like, you know, seducing someone, tracking them, going after them, learning their schedule so that you can make it seem like you coincidentally are in the right place at the right time. But get consent, guys. Come on. Um, I forget. Oh, the heart thing? That's not even what a human heart looks like. Uh, if it was an actual, like, anatomically correct heart, then it would be gross, so that's a no. Um, and it's a lie, so it's a no. The baby with the bow and arrow. That's my vote. You know, I have a lot of, like, weird, fucked-up sexual proclivities... But you know what kills my boner more than anything? A naked baby. <laughs> Somebody wants to throw an unbodied human heart on the table and be like, I'm ready to go. And I'd be like, fine. Fine. Uh, how moist is it? Uh, I don't know if I have to use it as lube. But I know lube was a question earlier. And I mean, God, have you ever. People are into some weird stuff. But the one thing I won't support is naked human children as a turn on. <laughs> That's a definite thing. You should be banned. All right, the question is not what makes Ted hard. The question is, what's a better symbol of love? Uh, you got babies, which is a thing that a lot of people are into. Again, not in a sexual way, in a, you know, advancing the human species sort of way. So that's something. You got the war thing, which I feel like I already touched on. Uh, or you have the fake stupid heart. And then, you know, people make these dumb little hearts that look like butts. They look like butts, you guys. That's not what a heart looks like. Don't fuck a heart. Listen, yeah, we all love babies. Uh, but not in a sexual way. We can agree on that. 
Uh, I've made that clear. Don't be attracted to children sexually that you search out nude images of them on the internet. Uh, (laughs) Don't do that. Uh, But what you should do... Why are you booing being anti-child pornography? Uh, That's a weird thing. But what we can all agree on is that science should grow hearts that you can either fuck or give to your loved one. (laughs) John. All right. Well, (laughs) quite a choice here. Um, I have to hand the win here to May Keith. Okay. All right, so we're on to the final debate here. We already did one between Bill McMorrow and May Keith, and then we voted on it, and the vote came out exactly even, 25 to 25. So we decided to do a redo. And now what you'll hear is the second attempt to decide whether May Keith or Bill McMorrow is our champion for the night. And what you need to know for this is simply that the first question had to do with if you were in a relationship with somebody for 10 years and then did 23 and me and found out that you were cousins, what would you do? Because uh, they'll call back to that in this debate. So just keep that in mind. Uh, Sarah, can we reset that to uh, Bill and May again? And uh, we're going to have them do one final debate and then we'll have you guys, we'll do this. It will be very smooth the second time and you can all vote and please at least one of you change your mind. <laughs> okay. Uh, so everybody... Give it up for May Keith and Bill McMorrow. Hey, welcome back. Sorry to, uh, okay. May, do you have a question that you would prefer out of this whole, no, you don't care, okay. No, Bill, you get what you get. Your final question is, it's from my wife. Uh, May, do you wanna go first or second? Okay. His wife does the board. Sean doesn't do the board. Yeah, that's right. Sarah drew that up. Sean doesn't like to give women credit for anything for the most part. <laughs> all right, I got to hand the win to Make Heath. Um, all right, your question is from Sarah. She asks uh, Do you reveal all your quirks and negative qualities on the first date or let your future partner discover them in bits and pieces like a fucked up scavenger hunt? I didn't get to pick the category, but I'm going first. Yeah. It's garbage. <laughs> Guys, I don't ever, my wife still doesn't know my, my legal name. <laughs> we've been married 12 years. We've been together 17. She calls me Bill. I go by Bill. Like it's, you know, last four digits of my social. Guess, honey. Just guess. And she's like, but I need it to transact business or whatever. I don't know. It's weird that 25 of you voted for her and 25 voted for me. It's like half the cousins are pro-cousin fucking. The other half very anti-cousin fucking. We're all winners, guys. What was the question? Do you tell... Do you really want me to repeat this? Yeah, I don't tell anything. I don't... You keep your quirks hidden. You're a fucking weirdo. You've, you've known it since you were a kid. Time. You gotta lay it all out on the table right away. And first things first, you get the cousin fucking question out of the way, first date, hands down. Um, you know, all of your weird abortion, you wanna talk about that right away, that's a big one. 
politics. Uh, yeah, give your social security number. Why not? What's she going to do? Steal your identity? Your identity sucks. She doesn't want it. <laughs> Lay it all on the table. You're a garbage person. She's a garbage person. It's going to be fine. Match made in heaven, you guys. Happy anniversary, Bill. My wife thinks I'm a cardiologist. <laughs> I don't have any money. What is... I just tell her it's all tied up in medical devices. It's stuff you got, because when you patent, obviously you guys know, but I'm explaining it to her in this. When you patent a new medical device, there's a lot of money that you gotta lay out, you know, for research and development and bribes. It's mostly bribes. Man, I wasn't expecting the show to go this long. Time. Yeah, if you can work a bribe into your first date, that's perfect. Bribe someone, anyone, doesn't matter. Just show your first date that you're a bad person. Because I believe that no one here is a good person. Why would you be here on a Sunday night? If you were a good person, you'd probably be at church or some shit. I don't know. Helping the homeless. Not here, listening to us and voting for or against cousin fucking. Time. Time, okay. Hey, that's great. Um, so if you guys want to hang out backstage while they vote, uh, that way it's not, yeah, and then I'll, I'll invite one of you back out here. And uh, both of you can come out, I guess. Yeah, this could be goodbye, Bill. Um, so now, if you go into the Pick a Side Stupid group on Facebook, it is actually there, and it is ready for you to vote on A, uh, well, A or B. I haven't looked at Oh, A for May or B for Bill. <laughs> if you're up front, you can still hear Bill. Maybe if you're up back. Um, so with the one minute that we have to vote, I would like to thank the Comedy Studio for having us here this evening. It is a wonderful club. And they do have shows every night of the week. Uh, Tuesday night, or what, Monday night is their uh, magic show. Um, all right, so let's close the poll, and we will see who our winner is this evening. The suspense. Oh, there is a slight difference here. Okay. It is B for Bill McMorrow. By a score of 26 to 24. One person changed their mind. <laughs> Bill, I think, I think we have to go now. <laughs> hey, give it up for Bill McMorrow, everybody. And how about one more time for May Keith, who went all the way to the end there. was pick a side stupid if you liked what you heard please rate review and subscribe to the show all right that's our show for this week thank you for listening thanks to the comedy studio for having us at their club and thanks to matt bedell for creating the artwork this week you can check him out at bedell was already taken on instagram if you have not been to the live show yet, I would recommend coming down to Maggie's Lounge in Quincy some Friday night at 7 p.m. to check out the show. 
the pizza alone is worth it and then the show is just like the gravy on top of the pizza well that doesn't sound good but you know what i'm saying it's like the icing on the cake i'm mixing up metaphors here but the show is very good the pizza is very good put them together they're both very good and either one singularly would be worth coming to maggie's lounge in quincy at 7 p.m on a friday but together it's twice as worth it okay please leave us a rating or review i think last i checked on itunes we had like 64 reviews so if we got five more that would be nice 